Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome into Players Only with Chiefs Radio Network color analyst, Danon Hughes. Nice slant route. This is a business decision. You know you're going to take a lump. And former linebacker, Sean Barber. There's a thing called street justice. You take care of yours. Yeah. You take care of your family, take care of your chicken, take care of your money. <laughs> on your official broadcast partner, the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. All right, welcome back. We are back in the building. Players only as we come each and every Thursday, 6 to 7 p.m. I am Danon Hughes, your host. The phone lines, the text lines are open, 913-586. Yes, it's players only. And if this is the first time you're listening in, we come each and every week during the football season. A locker room feel. It's a players only atmosphere. We break down everything that's involved with the Chiefs and maybe some other sports and just kind of give it to you from our perspective. If you've listened to me before, if you've heard me on the Chiefs radio network, uh, you've heard me say I don't see the game better than any fan. I just see it differently. And fortunately, we here at Odyssey, they've given me the platform to have this show and kind of speak to my perspective. I've been fortunate and blessed to have guests come in throughout this season previously in previous seasons we had sean barber who did an amazing job as a co-host with me this year we will have a rotating desk across from me and i am honored to have one of my former teammates uh one of the great tight ends in chiefs history especially with one of the greatest moments in chiefs history uh from the University of Texas. I don't hold that against him. But he's an offensive guy, so I, I definitely love to have him because, you know, if you've heard me before, there's only but so much defense I can have in front of me because I don't like defensive people. What is what is defense? I know. They're just – I mean, they're just kind of there. Yeah, it's like a safety pin. In the way a little bit. Yeah. All right, I got Keith Cash. Keith Cash in the building. What's going on, Keith? What's up? What's up? Thanks for having me on the show. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you coming in. Uh, you've been here before. You've been a, a mainstay uh, as a guest coming in over the past years. This is our, I believe, fifth year. Fifth year. And players only. So definitely been a blessing and a great run. Uh, should I say that the success of the Chiefs has hinged upon our existence and players only? I mean, it seems to correlate, no? There is a correlation there. Uh, Five uh, years, three Super saying. Bowls, two wins. I'm just I mean, saying. I mean, hey, I would, I would, I would, I would, uh, I'm, I've made that correlation. I, I, I got in here. I didn't want to put it out there, but I did, I guess. So you know, 
You're welcome, Chiefs Kingdom. And uh, so, Keith, as we do each and every week, we got players only. We break the show down into quarters. This is the first quarter of the show. First quarter, we do a little recap. Okay. This Chiefs team went into hostile territory against a, a very underrated team in the New Jersey slash New York Jets. Uh, Tony Richardson's, uh, you know, ex-team, which I had to give him crap about that all last week. He was holding up Jets gear on social media. I was like, dude, you're on the ring of honor here. Like, remember where you come from. Right. Remember where it started. Didn't do anything in New York. He just blocked for LaDainian Tomlinson and another 1,000-yard rusher. But, you know, who's counting? Right. But, uh, yeah, a big-time win in in Jersey. Uh, What was your thoughts? What was your takeaways from that? Kind of a tale of two halves offensively or three quarters, one quarter. They played a great first quarter, um, able to move the ball at will. And uh, something something clicked the end of the second quarter, beginning of the third, beginning of the second quarter that, uh, you know, offensively just kind of stalled out. And they started balling a little bit. They got a little confidence. Uh Wilson looked like I don't know what he looked like, but he looked better than he had been than he's looked the the, the rest yeah, of the right? year. <laughs> uh, looked like a different dude. So I don't. It's just one of those games, you know. You're yeah. gonna have games like that every once in a while. The biggest thing is they came out with a W. Yep. And uh, keep it rolling. Yeah. So for me, I agree with you, and I talked about it during the pregame show. And if you listeners out there have a chance. Pop into our pregame show. We go on the air three hours before every game on 106.5 The Wolf or on 610. And Josh Klingler, Dan Israel, and myself, we break things down. And there's different perspectives that we have leading up to the game. We interview the coaches. It's it's a complete pregame show that uh, is very informative. And uh, if you had a chance to listen to me before the game, I kind of reckon this game and this matchup up to uh, a boxing match, up to a heavyweight fight. And what I meant by that is that, Keith, you know as well as I do, you know, there's a there's a level of competitiveness, a level of fire that we have. You don't get to the NFL level without being a little different. Absolutely. And what with that difference, like sometimes I think fans relegate what you see Alabama playing Alabama State or, you know, you know Florida State playing Florida A&M, whatever, you know, school of the poor. And you think because a team is better that they're supposed to dominate. Right. And in the NFL, we've seen a lot of parity. We've played teams. We've played four teams. We've played against teams that were better or worse than us, and we wind up either winning or losing right. when we shouldn't have. Yeah. And – the Jets seem like a team that had an identity. They got a defensive-minded coach in Robert Sala. They have an incredible defense, tops in the NFL, and they have a fluttering offense. Now, Zach Wilson, contrary to what people have said, because he's in the New York media, because he's had some rough, rough uh, seasons in regards to being the, the main quarterback there, he was the number two pick for a reason. He's third year at a B- BYU, and he was the number two pick in the draft. He has the potential. And you knew that it would show itself at some point. You just hope, or we just hope, that it wasn't against the Chiefs. Well, guess what? It 
showed itself against the Chiefs. Absolutely. And in regards to the boxing reference, it's like a heavyweight match where you're getting swung out in the corner, jab, jab, hook, and you backed into the corner, and you have an opportunity to take a knee, standing eight count, or come back out with guns blazing. And the Jets, based on their identity on defense, you knew there was going to be a time where they were going to come out guns blazing and they were going to fight. And down 17 nothing told me a lot about that organization and where they are and where they can be. And the fact that Zach Wilson, whether we like to hear it or not, outplayed Patrick Mahomes and put themselves outside of a fumbled snap, put them in a position to possibly upset us and win their second game of the season. Um, It was very impressive to watch. To me, it spoke a lot about the intestinal fortitude and the mettle of Zach Wilson, and I think he'll be a better player because of it. Again, I'm glad we escaped with a win, but by no means would I discount Nathaniel Hackett, Robert Sala, and Zach Wilson and that Jets team because I think they're going to be a team, a force going throughout this season. They're going to upset some teams because of the makeup that we got to see Sunday night. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if they're going to be a force. What I do know is they got some very good players on that team. Oh, yeah. Offensively and defensively. Offensively, their skill positions are, you know, they got, they got some top-notch talent on that team. Defense, you know, kind of speaks for itself. The only wild card is the quarterback. And when the quarterback wait, plays well, they're going to win some games. And when he doesn't, he's going to look – I mean, you've seen some games this year, he looks lost out there. Yeah. So it all comes down to offensively, quick passes, getting the ball out of his hands. They have to get that running game going, which surprisingly, they I don't think they ever got the running game going. They just had one big run by, by Bryce Hall. Yeah. Uh, but outside of that, we kind of shut down the run and forced them to pass just what we wanted them to do, and he was able to make some plays on us. So uh, I'm not – like I said, it's professional football. Yeah. Everybody's professional. You have good players on good teams. You have good players on bad teams. It just comes down to a play here and there. And, uh, you know, like the fumble was the play of the game. Yeah. And it was a play that he had to make that he didn't. Yeah, and now, you know, with the Jets, you know, we only play them this one time this year. You know, who knows? Heck, we were a team. People don't remember. Years ago, we started off 1-5 and and didn't lose another game. Um, And things can turn around. But flipping the script a little bit before we go to break after this first quarter, our Chiefs in this game. I think it's encouraging, and some people might say, you know what, Danon, you're on the Chiefs radio, you're going to be biased, you played for the Chiefs, et cetera. No, I, I feel like you, myself, the rest of the ambassadors and alumni, we can see the game differently and we can be honest. When, when you don't play well, we can say you didn't play well, but we can also say there are things in the game that maybe people didn't see that made us not so bad or not as bad as maybe people might think. Uh, Patrick Mahomes did not play his best game. He tried to be a little bit too fine. For you golfers out there, you got a 110-yard shot, and instead of going to the middle of the green, you're trying to go right at the stick at 112, and you find wind up flying the green uh, or coming up short in the sand. 
I felt like that was kind of Patrick Mahomes where, you know, some of the teardrop throws that he was trying to make, trying to squeeze the ball in uh, where it didn't need to go, uh, trying to press the envelope just a bit. Uh, We've seen him make magic at times, but this game he was very fortunate to escape. Uh, He should have had another interception. Uh, The linebacker, I think it was C.J. Mosley, dropped the ball. It was right in his hands. And then the last one that everybody's complaining about, Sauls Gardner. Guess what? Your defensive backs, you're not supposed to touch the receiver down the Keep field. Keep your hands to yourself. Keep your hands. It's like we tell our kids. All the time. <laughs> Keep your hands to yourself. Keep your hands to yourself. You're not supposed to touch, grab, pull, tug any receiver down the field. Don't complain because you got away with it 40 other times during the game that – in the last minutes or in the last time the officials call it because you shouldn't have done it the other 40 right. times either. That's right. So, yeah, you're not supposed to do that. And the fact that we were able to keep the ball for over seven minutes. Yeah, like, if impressive. you're talking about takeaways from this game, yeah. impressive takeaways, the defense was impressive, and the fact that when the offense needed, you mentioned in the first and fourth quarter, second and third quarter, not so much, but the fourth quarter specifically with over seven minutes left, we needed to hold on to the ball, and we got that done against that defense. Tells you a lot about this team. It really does. It really does. And if you think about how good that defense is, uh, look at what they did to Buffalo beginning of the year. Yeah. And what they made uh, Allen look like. He had three interceptions. They just have a good defense. Yep. And to put the game away, I mean, we talk about these, uh, you know, four-minute drives to win the game. That was that was impressive. Now Patrick made some 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 crazy plays over that over that uh, series. Oh yeah. But at the end of the day, when you know we needed some plays to be made, he showed some speed on the scramble. Yep. You know he made some. I got some uh, stats for you, Keith. I know you know this University of Iowa education. You discount it because you're from down there in Texas. But um, Patrick Mahomes, did you know that Patrick Mahomes, with that rushing, his ability, and he, he has Patrick Mahomes, the first down scramble, 25-yarder, third and 23. He was the first quarterback that moved the chains from third and 20 or longer since he rushed for 21 yards on third and 20 versus the Chargers in 2020. So you're talking about, you know, everybody makes noise about Lamar Jackson and the other mobile quarterbacks, Justin Fields, et cetera. Patrick Mahomes has another record, not passing, but with his legs on third and extra, extra long getting first down. Are you, are you saying that he's a better uh, scrambling quarterback than, than Lamar Jackson? Well, Is that where you're going with here's this? Here's what I'm saying. I do remember distinctly uh, a highlight that he had, what is that, in the Super Bowl run in 2019 where he said, did I look like – he even said to the camera on the mic, did I look like Lamar Jackson? Did I do – so he's comparing himself to Lamar Jackson. He, I didn't compare him. He showed a gear. Yeah. He showed a gear that I haven't away seen from before. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, that was impressive. That was impressive. So we're going to give him a plus, man. It was maybe a C, C-plus effort all around. Uh, I want to give some love before we go to break to Harrison Butker, Tommy Townsend, James Winchester. They're kind of the unsung heroes of what they were able to do. After the safety, Tommy Townsend punted the ball to a touchback. Yeah, I mean. Crazy. 
Flipping the field has been real for this Chiefs special teams. Dave Tobe talks about it. We should give them some love as well. All right, that's the end of the first quarter. When we come back in the second quarter, don't forget the phone lines, the text lines open. I see you, Dan. We'll get to you, 913-586-7610. We got some hot takes, spicy hot topics that we might want to tackle next. Players only with Dana Hughes, Thursday night starting at 6 o'clock on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Bono looking to pass the football, throws in the middle, pass is cut, touchdown Kansas City, touchdown Chiefs, touchdown Chiefs, Dana Hughes took the bullet over the middle from Steve Bono. First to 10 for the Chiefs at the 14 of the Steelers, halfback pass, Marcus Allen right side, touchdown! Kansas City, Dayton Hughes from Marcus Allen. Expert analysis, news, and views from Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Dayton Hughes. This so-called number one defense in the NFL that hadn't played anybody during the last part of the season, and we showed who was the best team on this field and deserved to host another AFC championship for four straight years. But you can call him. D-Nice. Just call me D-Nice. Yes, sir. We are back. This is Dane and Hughes. Love to have theme music. Keith, every good superhero has a theme song. You didn't know that? Yeah, I know that. Yep. There you go. Every good superhero. <laughs> Julio, don't be a, shaking your are, head. Are you a superhero, though? Hey, every good... Superhero has a theme song. That's all I'm okay. saying. That's AI. Hey, hey, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just saying. You have you ever watched a superhero show or a movie or anything like that, and they didn't have a theme song? Nope. There you go. Nope. That's the my, There's that's some my bad case. heroes that have good songs too, though. All right, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Players only. Back in the building. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. The phone lines, text lines are open. I have my guest, Keith Cash, former Kansas City Chiefs uh, tight end. Wide University of Texas, wide receiver, and he is back in the building. We talked some Chiefs, Jets in that first quarter, and I am Danon Hughes, and we have the text lines, the phone lines open. We got a bunch of texts coming in. We'll tackle those next, and we'll get to you, Dan and KCK, in the quarter number three. But this second quarter we've reserved over the last couple of seasons as the hot fire, spit fire, hot fire take segment. And it can span anything. Keith, you have three beautiful kids at home, athletes. You've been around uh, the sports scene all of your life. You watch sports. Uh, There's a lot going on in sports. Uh, Anything come to your mind that's a hot fire take. This is your time to vent. This is your time to be the old man, get off my lawn, uh, Venting, you know, this is what I'm dealing with. I don't understand X, Y, Z. I'm giving you the platform. I'm, I'm going to give my kids a break. All right. My kids deserve a break today. <laughs> okay. But somebody's kid doesn't. You probably saw this story about Evan Neal and the Giants. Oh, yes. They gave up 11 sacks, and he's mad because he's getting booed. And what, it, what was the quote he said? There's a hot dog vendors or something like that. He, he said, said that. <laughs> Stupid, so dumb. Why would a lion concern himself with the opinion of a sheep? Like, he's a lion. You ain't no lion, dude. Giving up 11 sacks? You gave up 11 sacks. It's ain't all, nobody on that line he, a lion. He's more of a matador. Is that a matador when they go Ole? Is exactly. that what it is? Ole exactly. Like the That's what he is. A matador. 
the person that's commenting on my performance, what does he do? Does he flip burgers or, or hot dogs? Come on, man. Now you're going to attack someone else? Yeah. What I'm saying is own your own your stuff, man. Stuff. Yes. Own your stuff. I get it, man. Hey, Julio, that hot fire, is that a hot fire take? That's my theme music. There you go. See, we're dating ourselves now when we start Parliament Funkadelic and all that. All right. Good stuff, Keith. I appreciate it. That's much better than Barbershop uh, when he was bringing spit hot fire and spitfire takes. So, you know, it's not. It's not surprising to me because you're on the offensive side that you would outdo him, but I, you know, I think he might think a little different. Um, I'm gonna go with, and we hadn't tackled this much, and I'm surprised we hadn't uh, over the past four weeks since we've been on. Deion Sanders and he and Colorado, the football program, the impact into college football, um, gets a lot of flack, a lot of negativity. Um, I think it's great. I Absolutely. think every there's a reason why you see top-tier athletes, top-tier superstars, artists, et cetera, embracing Deion Sanders uh, and that program. There's also a reason why you see a lot of coaches that don't embrace it. And that's a whole different topic on why the, that dichotomy is real. But I will tell you this. The NCAA has not been right for decades and to and it took someone who had the superstar status the accolades the gold jacket every other um uh, presence that you could have and then the persona and the character and all that to be able to call them out and the way he's calling them out and has called them out since being at jackson state and now at colorado is by way of being a brash um unfiltered uh, personality that tells you exactly how it is. A lot of the stuff, contrary to what a lot of the detractors are saying, is stuff that our coaches told us behind the scenes. They just didn't say it on camera. And I think that's where the media has gone wrong. And I like the fact when they bring in the pundits, they bring in the former players, and those are guys that are endorsing what Dion, the message, and so on and so forth is. Because... You think my coach at Iowa in in the background was saying, hey, guys, you know, we're going to get lucky this week. You know, we got to make sure we make the right plays and this and that. No, it's like we can dominate these guys. And we got to go out there and show it. And here's the first 16 plays that we're going to do. And here's how we're going to jump on them. And here's what we're going to do on special teams. And we're not going to let up and this and that. That's what you do in the locker room. Now, when they get to the podium, hey, we'll take one play at a time. And, you know, we're going to – you know, hope for the best, and they're a great football team over there, and we give them respect. No, you earn my respect right. during the game, not before the game. For me personally, I I don't know about you, Keith, but for me, like, and I've referenced this in past seasons, and I'm going to date myself. If you've seen the movie Harlem Nights, yes. when Della Reese was fighting Eddie Murphy, <laughs> and she was whooping his behind on the ground, and when she was throwing the punches, she said, you are going to learn to respect me and kept throwing the haymakers. And, and, and she didn't say that before the fight. Right, right, right. She said it during the fight. And you, then he shot off her pinky toe. Yeah, shot off her pinky toe. <laughs> so, so for me, when I see Dion and I see what he's doing, if I was a player coming out of high school, absolutely. Yeah. 
if he was recruiting me, that's one of my visits. And I'm going to go and look. And I'm, gonna, I'm not going to talk about NIL money and what they can do for me because what I know is just like when you went to Texas, when I went to Iowa, I was going to be on the national stage. We were going to be on the national stage, and then it was up to us. My co- our coaches, once I broke into the lineup, once you broke into the lineup, you and your brother broke into the lineup, you were going to have the stage in the Big 8 back then. I was going to have the stage in the Big 10 to showcase every talent that I brought there from the New- from Bayonne, New Jersey. That's right. That's all you asked for. That's it. And if you're a, co- a high school student now, four-star, five-star, three-star, whatever it was, and you go to Colorado, you at least know that. If you're a parent – of a three-star, four-star, five-star player, you need to recognize that your kid, if he's as good as you think he is, like all of us parents think our kids are the best things since sliced bread, if he's as good as you think he is, send him up there to Boulder because you know he's going to put the best players on the field and they're going to have the stage every single Saturday to showcase to the world if they're really that good. Absolutely. He is getting eyes on his program. Yep. He is... Changed, he's changed the game. Yeah, I mean, you that's, that, that's what he's doing. And he is, he is, every like you said, everything that's being said in the locker room, he is putting it out there for everyone to see. And the players respect it. The, players, the players know that. It. Hey, I don't have to worry about what I might say. You told me not to say this in front of the podium, but this is what you want me to feel. Yeah. And now I got a coach that's out there saying exactly what he's saying to us behind the scenes, and now I can go out there and say the same thing and feel it and sure. mean it. And if I get beat, I get beat. Like, we get beat. You get beat against USC. You get beat against uh, Oregon. Okay, you get beat. doesn't mean that it, it, anything that I said was wrong. Right. doesn't mean, you know what I mean? It doesn't mean that I was trying to go out and I wasn't going to decapitate a cat. It doesn't mean it. Yes, it just means that we got beat in that game. When the clock struck zero, we were down, and we moving on to the next game. And I still feel the same way the next week. That's right. There you go. Uh, 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 uh. Got me doing the James Brown over here, see? You don't know nothing about that, Julio. All right, that's halftime. When we come back, we got the phone lines. Remember, the phone lines, the text lines open. We got, oh, we got somebody from Salt Lake City, Utah, maybe? Ooh, we're going to tackle those calls and text next. Time's yours. Players only with Damon Hughes. Thursday night starting at 6 o'clock on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
right, we are back, players only. I am Danon Hughes, your host. My guest in the building is Cash Money. Cash, Cash Money. Yes, and he is here, former Kansas City Chiefs tight end. Uh, great friend of mine as well here in Kansas City with a beautiful family, wife, Tina and kids up in Liberty. Uh, and I appreciate you carving out time away from them to come in studio with me, brother, and hang out and chop it up. This third quarter is the Times Yours segment. We got the phone lines, the text lines are open, 913-586-7610. Dan has been waiting. Dan and KCK, give me that Red Bull five-hour energy that I need at this mid part of the show. Hey, hey, Dan. Hey, Keith. How you doing? Yeah, it was a great game by the Chiefs. Pacheco with 115 yards and a, and a touchdown. Noah Gray with a 35-yard touchdown. And the defense did just enough. I don't care how Saul complains. That was a pass interference on Sauce Goddard. You were right, Keith. Yeah, you should keep your hands to yourself. And I, I know, the, uh, closing out, I know you don't hold no grudge against Barry Run, but it felt real good scoring that touchdown and throwing that football at, at the time. And I think you guys would have gone all the way at John Montana got hurt, even though Dave Craig was a pretty good quarterback so let's go and take care of the vikings take care of yourself guys appreciate you dan dan gives if it gives me that boost man you get yeah, into man. you know 37 minutes into the show i need that extra energy dan comes with it each and every time we appreciate you dan we got from the 913 big t what's going on big t hey uh d knight and then keith cash in the house man i remember the montana magic magic and uh, there wouldn't have been no Montana Magic, but one for Keith Cash, man. That was That's a right. woolly play. He blocked that punt, man. That was one of the – I remember that, man. That was a great, great playoff play. So, way Good to go, memories. Keith, man. Thank you. Thank you. That was, yeah, that was awesome People memory. forget, Big T, people forget that Keith Keith's prowess on special teams, he opened up the door for that playoff win against the Steelers with that blocked punt. He did, man. It was cool back then. We had a great – that was great watching those teams. And Albert Lewis was really good on special teams too because they were always keying on him, and that's what freed up big man Keith. But, hey, uh, you know, these Jets fans and this and this Jets team, you know what loser losers do? Losers, loser fans and loser teams do? They complain about the referee. They blame the referees. But, you know, what? and then average teams and bad teams, they lose a game like that. But great teams like the Chiefs overcome – those blunders and mistakes and penalties and, and, and a subpar play. That's what great teams do. That's we keep the eye on the Super Bowl, not just regular season. We take care of those games on the road. I thought the running game, I said that last week, uh, uh, Dane, if you remember, I said the line was going to have to come through and we're going to have to have a stout running game. Great job by them. They did it. And, and, you know, we got the Vikings coming in, but the offensive line, there's one problem that's concerning me. That right tackle, he's got to clean that up. You, you talk about those blunders. He cost us five points, and regardless if that was a face mask in the end zone or not, it was still called, everybody. So what comes around goes around. The other call, the guys was crying about that, but we didn't cry about that. We, we gave up those five, but we got to clean that up. And let's go out and kick some Viking ass, and as always, let's go Chiefs. Appreciate you, Big T. Big T. Another energy boost in the show. We appreciate you. Before we get to the next couple calls, I got some texts from early on. Uh, From the 913, think if Rodgers comes back, do you think he'll he'll replace Wilson if his play continues like last week? Absolutely. They did not sign Aaron Rodgers to sit behind Wilson. Wilson, uh, Zach Wilson. So to me, whenever he's available to come back, especially if they have something to play for, 
the playoffs, etc., you will see Aaron Rodgers. I was going to say number 12, but he's number eight there, his college number. So I believe that will be the case with Aaron Rodgers. Um, from the 913, high school kids, kids, high kids, kids are not going to be recruited much with the portal. The NCAA deads uh, did expand scholarships or high school athletes. Are they going to get overlooked? You know what? That's a great argument because now you have schools that are recruiting from other schools, they're opening up the portal, um, schools that kids may have passed on to go to bigger schools now are being relegated. But last I saw, there are more kids in the portal to transfer than there are opportunities on other Power 5 schools. So don't think that the portal is the, the answer to all. Uh, there are going to be some kids that are going to be left out uh, on the side of the street because they think that the grass is greener on the other side. I was very fortunate that I went to the University of Iowa from Bayonne, New Jersey, 16 hours from home, and didn't ever, ever think about leaving. Yeah. And it bode well for me. Everybody that I played with maximized their options and their opportunities and their playtime. And had we had the opportunity to look over and think that there was a better place for us, I don't think we would have had uh, as great an experience or lifelong friendships and brotherhoods like I have from my college days. So I am not, by no means am I shutting down the portal as bad, but I also think that kids and parents that uh, feel like they are leaning toward, they should lean towards moving, should rethink those opportunities. Um, and make a calculated decision because it may not work out for you uh, as well as you might think it will. All right, with that, let's go back to the phone lines, 913. Desmond from KC, what's good? How's it going, Dana? Thanks for taking my call. Appreciate you coming on. What you got, brother? Uh, so my question is uh, for you about the wide receiver room, and maybe you could talk to us about the lens that you see the game through. Um, I was fortunate enough myself to sort of play through collegiate athletic level and kind of see the game differently like we talked about earlier. But um, I know Carrington talked about the receiver room and people were sort of upset about it or kind of disappointed in where we're at as far as progress goes. But, you know, you look at the last game, I felt like maybe the offense wasn't really set up to run through the receivers so much. We were in, you know, under center running the ball, 12 personnel a lot. Um, I, I just feel like, you know, when we did have receivers on the field, it wasn't necessarily to do their thing like they normally do. The Bears game was kind of a wash, and then you look at Jacksonville where we tried to get the ball to the receivers a lot. Um, what are you seeing as far as, you know, the scheme and the personnel um, and how that's affecting the growth of the receivers and, and when that tipping point should come where we should see the progress from guys like Skyboard and Kadarius? Appreciate you, Desmond. I think that's a great, uh, great question. What do I see from our receivers? Uh, Keith, you and I can attest to it being on the same side of the ball, literally on the same side of the ball most times with me being the Z receiver, you being the tight end which back in that uh, West Coast offense, that's the flanker, the off receiver that's on the tight end side. Um, you, you have to be in a position where you force the quarterback or you make the quarterback feel comfortable that he can throw you the ball. That's creating separation. Uh, yeah, there are the Randy Mosses and the Terrell Owens and the Jerry Rices that are covered, but they're not really covered. The Larry Fitzgeralds and the greats that we've seen in the NFL – for many years, but most of the time it comes down to are you creating enough separation to make me feel comfortable throwing you the ball? And if you're not creating as much separation as we are both comfortable with, 
do I feel comfortable that you will not allow an interception? And that's really what, when you're talking about OTAs and traveling to Texas and having private workouts and training camp, when you're talking about being in sync and, and being in rhythm with a receiver, wide receiver, quarterback uh, relationship, that's really what it comes down to. Be where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there. Don't fool me. And don't allow an interception to happen uh, and make sure that I can trust you when I throw you the ball. That's really what it comes to. And catch the ball. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's what it comes down to. If you don't catch the ball, I ain't throwing it to you. Yep. Because we've seen, heck, we saw a pick six with the ball not being caught. Right. You remember we lost to the Buffalo Bills when Tyreek Hill was here, pick six, not because the ball was caught. Right. Um, yeah, to me, God gave you ten good reasons to catch a football. That's your fingers. And you got to be able to make those plays. And at this level, you can have all the speed, be as shifty as you want, but if you can't catch the ball, um, you're going to have problems. Uh, So to answer you, hopefully that answered your question. I just think guys are not creating enough separation, enough space, maybe not as crisp in their routes. uh, But this is only week four. We're going into week five. There's a lot of football left. So, Danny, there's a lot of new receivers on the team. You have Rice. You have – uh, some players that haven't played a whole lot. How, uh, from a technical standpoint, the difference between college and football and when the game slows down for you, Yeah. how long How long do you think that takes? I tell you what, my head was spinning, and I, I played sparingly on, on offense. I mean, I was special teams and knucklehead, so I got my 20 plays in the, on offense. Most of them were run plays, and I was, you know, physical, two-minute offense, and – hurry up offense, and I was on the field for that. But as far as seeing the defense, knowing where I was supposed to be, knowing how I wanted to set up a defensive back, being where I was supposed to be, third year maybe. Okay, so we're, we're asking rookies to come in. Yeah, rookies and, and Sky in. Moore, who yeah. didn't who hadn't played very didn't much play last year. Marquez Valdez-Scanling, who's been in the league for a long time but has only been on this team. This is his second year. Right. So, yeah, I get where you're going. Yeah. Yep, great point. Uh, we got the nine one three Big Jacks. What you got, Big Jacks? What What's good, Dana? What's happening with you, bro? Doing all right, brother. Well, Just chilling. Oh, good, cool. Cash money. What's good, what's man? What's up, baby? How you doing, How you man? Living, man? I'm good. Good to talk to you. You too. Hey, man. I think uh, you know it's hilarious for me to watch these national a- uh, analysts and pundits. Uh, that are already talking about are the Chiefs on a Super Bowl type team? Uh, what? Like it's so crazy to me. I love it because I know how we are because we watch what's happened with this this team. How many times they've come through at the end, and for somebody to say that four weeks in when they're three and one, lost one game by two points or by one point one without point. two of their best players in the game. Uh, and, and to just see what this defense is doing, and I, I don't know if I said this to you before, Danny, but this defense with Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid, I'll see you in Vegas in February because I know that those two guys are going to get the offense right. And if you can't score, you can't win. And as well as that quarterback played the other night, he basically had two good drives that really set all that up. So, uh, I, I hopefully the Chiefs fans understand there's no panic here. Uh, this team is just fine, and we'll, like I said, we'll see you in February in Vegas. Man, I appreciate the time, bro. I holler at you. Appreciate your big jacks. Yes, I I agree. We'll be 
We should be representing the AFC in Vegas, Arrowhead West, uh, at at the the what the Death Star, whatever they call that out there. We are the best football team in the NFL, and until that day comes, we are the defending Super Bowl champs. I appreciate the calls. We'll tackle some text next. We are behind it just a bit. We got to talk about this upcoming game against the Vikings. We'll get to that next as well. Players only with Dane and Hughes, Thursday night starting at 6 o'clock on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. It makes me feel like it. It makes me feel like it. I was about to hit that note, Julio. I didn't want to turn this whole thing out. I was about to hit that Michael Jackson note, Keith. They're lucky my speaker bug my. Mike was off. I was, I was hey, about to hit her, too. Hey, we, we can climb that ladder. We can climb that ladder. This is Dane and Hughes. Keith Cash, my guest here at Players Only. We're in the fourth quarter. Just got a few minutes left. Appreciate all the calls. The text line was open from the 913. I grew up in Kansas City, got transferred to Minnesota in the early 70s. Finally came back here to Kansas City six years ago. I hated the Vikings. I hate that I hate stupid horn, stupid blank horn. I hated the Vikings on the motorcycle. I hope we kicked their butt. Casey Hunk. Horrible turf. What is yeah. it, turf? Yeah, it used to be. T- it still is, yep. Horrible turf. Yep. It's like my, my neighbor, Dent Cryer's yard. It's horrible. Oh, Kent? Yeah. Dent. I didn't want to say Dent? the first thing. <laughs> yard is bad. Weeds everywhere. That's what I think of Minnesota. That's what you think of That's Minnesota. It. Yep. Hate them. All right, uh, from the 816, can you explain to me as a layperson why we wouldn't take a flyer on Claypool? Just looking at his numbers, athleticism, he costs nothing, and I don't see why we'd not give him a shot to chase the bag. He's a headache. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, he, I don't think he, – He's he on a team on his that team. he – Yeah, he quit on his team. Why would you want that on your team? I yeah. don't care what his numbers are. Yeah. He's, he's going to come in here and he's going to be a – probably going to quit on us and be a cancer if he doesn't get the ball. Yep. It's not like he's Randy Moss. Yeah. I mean, and he had a problem is, towards the end in Pittsburgh. Yeah. He got to to Chicago, been a challenge, quit on his team yeah. to the point where wasn't practicing hard, et cetera, et cetera. They said he's a healthy scratch as, what is he, six foot five, you know, 230-pound wide receiver. Pass. Yeah. Hard so, pass on that a hard dude. pass on him. Uh, like and the money that he has, just if you pick him up, you know there's a, there's a minimum that you have to give. I just don't think that, especially during the season. Maybe you pick him up in the off season, make him make him work his way up out of the doghouse and perception wise, and then give him an opportunity through a whole off season, preseason. You get to see the full dose as opposed to bringing him in on a three-and-one team. Right. But I appreciate that comment. All right, Keith, we got the Vikings. What's your thoughts on this matchup? Man, good team. I think that, uh, you know, defensively, we got we to gotta probably double Jefferson. Yeah. Or at the very least, uh, you know, make it hard on him. I think he's going to get his because that's what he does. He, he makes tough, contested catches. Double teams don't matter. I think if we stop the run – and kill the quarterback like they've been doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's the key. You gotta we can't, we can't let them get off running the ball. We got to uh, defensively put some pressure on on their quarterback. Yeah, uh, there. Talk about pressure. The Vikings offensive line has allowed fifty two pressures this year. You saw from the Netflix special quarterback oh uh, yeah. that Kirk Cousins is basically a, a a heavy bag back there getting knocked around. And did, he a, did, 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 did he give them Christmas gifts last year? I wouldn't have gave him any Christmas <laughs> gifts. I would, yeah. I wouldn't have gave him no watch, no nothing. nothing. Like, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, to me, the, 
you know, it really, I try to simplify things. Are we a better football team than the Vikings? Yes. Uh, are the Vikings a desperate team that are, is one and three now and has looked at it like they don't want to be one and four? Yes. Do they have offensive firepower that they showed last year in that huge comeback against the Colts and uh, throughout uh, the tenure of Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins? Yes. Will they be difficult just like the Jets? Yes. But we are the better football team, and we can showcase that on Sunday afternoon. Uh, They will be a handful. Uh, This is their Super Bowl. You're playing the Super Bowl champ, so we know each and every week we're going to get the best from every opponent. Just like each and every week, you will hear us on Players Only every Thursday. Make sure you check us out for Julio, for my brother Keith Cash. This is Dane and Hughes. We appreciate all the callers, the texters. We'll be back with you next week, and we expect it to be after another Chiefs win. Peace. I gotta go because I got me a drop-top, and if I hit the switch... Players Only with Dane and Hughes, Thursday night starting at 6 o'clock on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.